Hello friends, welcome to another episode of my podcast, I greet you happy weekend. The last time we were here, we started a series which we titled The Secret of the Lord. Part one, uh, you know, was pretty much of an introduction. We talked about the secret of the Lord. What is exactly the secret of the Lord? We talked about the knowledge, right? So the knowledge we are privy to, the knowledge we, you know, uh, those things that we know, how far do they take us? And then I remembered in part one, we said the secret of the Lord, uh, you know, when we talk about his secret, we're talking about his plans. We're talking about his intentions, the intentions of God, what God is intending to do, you know, what God has in mind. And then we also said it is the will of God, you know. When you talk about his secret, we're talking about his will. What is his will? What are those things he has you know, kept for us? What are those things that you know he has he said to reveal to us? And I also remember in part one, we said nothing thrives outside the fear of God. As a believer, don't think that something try don't think that anything thrives outside God's, you know, the fear of God. Nothing thrives outside the fear of God. And then I remember also, you know, in part one, we said that the knowledge you and I are privy to determines our pace. You know, the the amount of revelation that I have determines how far I can run. You know, a lot of times you see, you know, even when you walk on the streets, no two persons walk the same way. Is it that somebody is going, you know, is almost getting late to work? There's another person that feels like, you know what, I mean, I'm not going to stress it even if I'm going late to work. There's another person that feels like I have all the time. There's nothing I'm really doing. Let me just take my time. So no two, you know, uh, no two journeys again are the same. So, but today we are looking at, um, we're going to conclude with part two, which I titled Accessing the Secret of the Lord. It's a different thing to understand, as we have said in part one. Again, if you've not listened to part one, please pause it at this point. Jump to part one, which we discussed earlier on. Listen to it, then you can come back. All right? Thank you. Accessing the secret of the law. It's a different thing to have that, you know, theoretical understanding uh, versus having an experiential knowledge of what we are talking about. Accessing the secret of the law. Let me start by saying that access is a very important phenomenon access 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 christ gave us the access to him to god how he died you know his blood was shed that makes us understand that the veil was torn as soon as the veil was torn we have an unbridled access to god in the Old Testament era, we know that, you know, those were the times when you have the chief priest or perhaps the high priest. And there was a designated area in the temple that was referred to as the holies of holies. In fact, <laughs> the chief priest or the high priest, whenever he's going into that holies of holies, uh, he's got to do everything possible to, you know, to be, to be clean. Once he gets there, because he's the only one who has access to the holies of holies but thank god for jesus hallelujah you know only the chief priest has the access during you know in the old uh, old testament era 
and it could be the only one to come back and say okay this is the word of god but thank god for jesus the veil is torn now we have access to god so access is a very very important phenomenon let me give you an example if you have access to the president of the united states then you can make certain demands if you have access to the president of your country if you have access to the president of nigeria you can get certain opportunities you know that's that's as as far as it can be on this earth as far as things can happen on this earth you have certain opportunities so access is something we must never joke with as believers sometimes when you pray or whenever you pray not even sometimes whenever you pray you want to add to your prayers lord thank you for access <laughs> thank you for access whenever you pray such prayer that means you are acknowledging the works of christ on the cross so i started by talking about access so how do we access the secret of the lord i bend down five ways of course uh this this list is you know uh inexhaustive but i just spend down five ways the first one primarily is that we've got to be saved salvation we've got to be saved remember our anchor scriptures was in psalms 25 verse 14 the bible says niv it says the lord confides in those who fear him he makes his covenant known to them so how can i access this covenant of god how can i access this secret of the lord how can i access his intentions primarily i have got to be saved i've got to be saved i've got to have a relationship with god see going to church i mean i think this would have been established a lot of times going to church does not equal to relate having a relationship with god you can go to a church you can be going to church as a ritual what do i mean by as a ritual as okay i have to do it today is sunday i have to go you know that's a ritual you are ritualistic about your worship versus having a relationship with god these are two you know these are two different ends two different things so i've got to be saved salvation acts chapter 4 verse 12 the bible says neither is there salvation in any other Said for there is no none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The only man that can save us is Christ, and he has died for us. He became a propitiation for our sins. So we've got to just acknowledge his finished work and then confess him into our lives. And confess his finished works into our life. John 16, verse 4. He said, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So, primarily, for us to access the secret of the law, we've got to be saved, salvation. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you do not have a relationship with God, listen, it's not too late. You can begin today. Amen. You can begin today. You know, and how do you begin? How do you have this relationship? You know, by confessing Christ into your life. You know, by acknowledging your sin. Lord, I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I, I see myself in this state. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. 
but you have died, you died for me. Let your blood cleanse my heart, come into my life, rule over me, and I dedicate my life to you as from today. Amen. And that's all you need. And then you're saved. Then I say, Welcome to the family of God. Number two thing, or number two way to access the secret of the Lord is by the word of the Lord. Hmm. How can you understand? See, one way to understand, one way to know God, and one way to access his secret is by looking at the written word of God. In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, the Bible makes us understand. It started to tell us that all scripture, that you see, all scripture is by the inspiration of God. So the word, what we call the Bible, that contains 66 books, you know, which we have in different forms. Some of us have it as a paperback Bible. Some of us have it as e-versions. You know, that which you have that has been a compila- compilation of 66 books, you know, has been is the is inspired. It's given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So another way to you know access a secret again is through the written word of God. What does the Lord? What does the word of God says? We are right now. We are in the end time, the end of the ages. There are certain things that Christ has, uh, 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 that the Bible has said concerning it. It takes you to study it, to see it. Amen. Another way to access this secret, number three, is obedience. See, there is no substitute for obedience. If you are not obeying, you are disobeying. If I am not obeying, I am disobeying. So, obedience, obedience. First Samuel 15:22. Bible makes us understand that obedience is sacrosanct. It is obedient is see. I'm trying to find words to quantify it. I'm fi- trying to find words to uh, to buttress what I'm trying to say. Because in First Samuel 15:22 makes us understand. He said to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice. So there is no substitute for obedience. It's either we obey or we obey. <laughs> Amen. It's either we obey or we obey. Psalms 128 verse 1. It says, Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in obedience to him. And what is obedience? Obedience means to obey, to follow. NLT says, How joyful are those who fear the Lord, all who follow his ways. When you obey God, you follow his ways. When you obey God, you comply. There has to be a compliance. You know, there has to be a compliance. If you run an organization and you are not comp- and you are not compliant to the ethics that guides the organization, then the organization could be shut down. So the same thing, obedience is compliance, following. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, it says, If you fully obey the Lord your God, and carefully follow all His commands. Now look at the blessing. It said, I give you today the Lord your God. It said, We'll set you high above all the nations on earth. Obedience. Another way to access the secret of the Lord is via prayers. Is via prayers. Via prayers. It is important. We are prayers. So we've got to cultivate the habit of praying because there are certain uh, 
spiritual information. There's certain information that can only be acquired through prayer. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee. Now, look at it. He said, and I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know about. I will show you my the secret things that you are not aware of. I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know about. Call unto me. So prayers. When we call upon the Lord, he answers. He does not just stop at answering us. He shows us great and mighty things. He reveals the secret things to us. And the last thing I pay now here, number five, the fear of God itself. In our next episode, we're going to spend some time to discuss the fear of the Lord. So, the fear of the Lord, uh, Proverbs chapter 8 verse 13. Book of Proverbs chapter 8 verse 13. It says, the fear of the Lord is to hate pride. is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate. Look at uh, Proverbs 14 verse 27. He said, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. The fear of the Lord is the fountain of life. Amen. It is the fountain of life. So, these are ways to access, you know, uh, God's intention. These are ways to access His will. Now, remember we talked about part one where we lay the foundation. And this is part two where we are building on it. Uh, particularly on how to access how to access the secret of the Lord and I, I trust that the Lord has you know um, imparted you with this word I trust that the Lord has released himself to you I want you to walk in you know walk in in, in, uh, in this knowledge that you have and walk in the light when a man walks in the light there is no darkness across his path when a man walks in the light no darkness across his path in the next episode to come we will discuss the fear of the Lord in context and I pray that God bless you in Jesus name I pray that from now on you know you have access you know to divine information you have access to the mind of God and I pray that you will not just have that access the grace to comply the grace to walk in line with it the Lord will give unto you and I in the name of Jesus amen I'm going to see you in my next episode God bless you amen Thank you.